is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Hour number three is underway statewide. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He tells me our next guest will be Tim McCormick, ESPN College Hoops analyst. Talk about Michigan to Michigan State, how they close out the regular season, Big Ten tournament, and also the NCAA tournament. I stated Monday, and I'm sticking with it, if Michigan splits and wins one of their last two regular season games, they're in the NCAA tournament no matter what they do in the Big Ten tournament. And State, there was some mild talk, but what if they lose to Nebraska? They won last night. They're on the seven-line latest bracketology from Jerry Palm at CBSSports.com. Michigan is the last team in, which is kind of crazy considering they're tied for second right now in the Big Ten. But last team in. State had a nice win. In Lincoln, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, will join us before the hour is over. Also, our weekly True and Blue segment, where we salute the men and women who protect and serve in law enforcement across Michigan. We partner with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police and their Deputy Director and former Grand Blank Township Police Chief Ron Wiles. Uh, will join us here to close out the show. We didn't drop our Bud Light huge question of the day. Who will have a better Big Ten basketball tournament run, Michigan or Michigan State? You can answer that on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They have four home games remaining, including tomorrow night, Thursday nights mean $2 beers and $2 dogs, 6 p.m. until halftime. It's the last $2 beer, $2 dog night for the Grand Rapids Gold, 6 p.m. until halftime tomorrow night inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. And then three remaining home games. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Good hopes. It is. You know, we had Keith Langloy on from Pistons.com about a half hour ago that the Pistons, their starters, are younger than Michigan State starters. That State has more guys who are 22 than the Pistons do. But that's not going to win you anything in the NBA. But he did make some sense towards the end of our conversation where he said, okay, the Pistons now are going to have the young pieces with a lot of salary cap money to put something together and use some of those young guys like they did with Sadiq Bey to get Wiseman, who's an awesome big man. You got Duran, you got Cade, you got Ivy. I mean, my Lord, 
you know, Stewart, I, but you're, you're young and you have got to play some defense. Uh, Tim McCormick, ESPN College Hoops analyst. Also, you see him on Bally Sports Detroit. He joins us here on the huge show across Michigan. I know when it's March, we need to talk uh, to Timmy. How you doing, my friend? Oh, it's great to talk to you. On the first day of March, everything gets serious now, right? Yeah, you know, Michigan Michigan State both have found different ways to like resurrect seasons. It seems like through a game or a week this year where both teams look like dog meat. State looked in disarray, and they find a way to post quality wins. And then Juwan Howard a month ago, hey, he's going to be on the hot seat next year. Uh, his son was just jacking up way too many shots, and since he went out of the lineup – uh, they found a rotation. They adjusted minutes, including Williams, and they're really playing good basketball. They are, and I think the same scenario, maybe not as grave as right now, but last year there was a lot of talk going into the Big Ten tournament. Would Michigan make it? And they did, and amazingly became only the sixth school ever to play in five straight Sweet 16. And so I'm not going to write them off. And I think that Illinois is a team that I don't fear at all. Um, they, they have been very erratic lately. They've lost three of their last five, um, including Ohio State. Um, the, the big question is that the defense did improve the last three games. And Jet can play good defense. I actually thought his best defense of the game of the year was against Michigan State before he was injured. And and so he's got to come in there tomorrow and play better defense for sure. Tim McCormick joining us on the Meyer guest line. Uh, when you look at Michigan right now, do you agree with me if they split their last two, both on the road, Illinois, Indiana, they would be 12-8 and eight in the Big Ten, probably somewhere near second and third. And I don't think it will matter what they do in the Big Ten tournament. I think they'll get into the NCAA tourney. You know, when they were destroyed by Penn State on the road and were 11 and 10, um, I said at that point, if they get to 19 wins, they will have had lots of quality wins um, against against the league competition. I thought that they would make it then. So it still looks like if they split, if they split, I think that they still better win their first game in the Big Ten because you don't want to lose to a weak opponent when everything is on the line. But I still think 19 is the number. What about Michigan State? Uh, nice win last night. Monster second half. Uh, Izzo has a team. Different guys are stepping up at different times in different games. Uh, they're going to be like Michigan. I think a team come Big Ten turning NCAA tournament time, you're going to be an opposing coach. You're going to see them on the opposite side of you in any bracket, and you're going to be concerned. Well, I, I think that Rutgers and Michigan State are the best defensive teams in the conference. Um, I don't love their offense at times. I think Hauser is a really important player. It seems like if he if he gets you 15-plus, you've got nice balance because their guards are going to score. Um, Tyson Walker has a little bit of that, too. He, you know, he can score 25-plus, but he can also have an off game, and then you just don't know who's going to get them points. Um, I like a lot of what Michigan State has done this year, but there's also been some puzzling games where I'm not sure where their offense is. Who's the best team in college basketball you've seen in person or on TV this year? I, I would I would say that Houston 
because of their, their guard play and their defense. I love Sasser. I think Calvin Sampson really understands um, toughness and, and the value of their brand, who they are. I, I think that I think that they're the best team I've seen on TV. Um, I broadcast Baylor and Gonzaga earlier this year, and I think even though they they have not really been seen much lately, I think Gonzaga has the talent to to get to the Final Four. Tim McCormick, College Hoops Analyst, also Bally Sports Detroit, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. So on the college side, I'll get your thoughts on the Pistons in a moment, but from Michigan to Michigan State, who is equipped to have a better Big Ten and NCAA tournament run, Spartans or the Wolverines? Michigan, and and the reason I say that, I think they're they're comparable. They're they're pretty good teams that have some significant flaws, but Michigan just has to play with hunger to get to the tournament. Michigan State has already done enough work. They're comfortable. They're going to be a decent seed. So I think Michigan. Pistons, man, uh, second worst record in the NBA. I know Cade's been out since the start of the season, close to it. Uh, the first part. Uh, they, they don't play any defense. I know they have incredible young talent, and they're a young team. When you look at them, what's the future like for the Pistons? I think they're going to be exceptional in four years. Uh, you know, they're so darn young. They have some star power. And I always remember what my coach, Pat Riley, said. To be a contender near the top of the NBA, you need three guys that are top five at their position throughout the league. And I think that, that with Cade, Duran, and Ivy, those three guys have, have some tremendous potential. Now, that's what they have now. What can they add? They can add a significant piece in this year's draft. They can also add a piece in free agency because they have a ton of money. Um, and so I think that their future is bright. But I also have to question, if you're playing such horrific defense right now, how do you turn that around? Do you, do you just say, hey, we'll be good next year? I, I think those are habits that need to be built. Actually, I'm um, in Little Caesars Arena right now. The Pistons play the Bulls tonight, and I'm watching the guys warm up. And, and you know, it's just it's really hard to project how the league's going to be. In four years, are they going to be able to re-sign some of these guys as their free agent? I don't understand the lack of defense, and I don't know how if your mindset is to shoot and release and just get back and play AAU, young-style ball, how are you going to get better at playing defense? And when I look at bigs that they have now, and Duran and Wiseman, two of the best big young guys in the league, and you're starting to think, okay, Ivy, Cade in the backcourt, uh, you, you look at these pieces, they're going to get a top three, or even if they get jobbed in the draft, let's say top five picks somewhere there, uh, but you're still going to be young. So at what point do you get those veterans in to help you? But also you're caught uh, in the catch-22 that what veteran wants to come to a young team that's going to be near the bottom of the NBA? Well, they made a statement by keeping Boyan Bogdanovich. You do need some some older players. Um, you know, same thing with with you know keep keeping Alec here. He, I mean, he's a really good veteran guard. And if they add somebody else next year, then you've got three pieces that are veterans. They can't keep getting younger and younger. Um, Alec Burks has been around for eleven years, so he's a good vet. He plays defense, and 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 I. 
I know that Bogdanovich is not a defender, but he's he's a, he plays offense the right way. He's very aggressive. He can shoot the ball. So I, I think they have a lot of pieces. I, I believe in Troy Weaver, um, but I just I think it's hard because for three years we've been part of this rebuild, and I know the fans want to have a chance to start seeing a team that's a contender. Uh, I just I don't see how all of a sudden next year that they're good enough that they can make the playoffs. There's just you don't go from horrible to a playoff team in one year. That's why when you say four more years and they've been through the rebuild for three years, you're talking seven years. I mean, that's that's down Alavila Lane uh, with uh-huh. the Tigers, and eventually he was shown the door. Right. Well, the um, the good news is that that if if I'm wrong and it's three years, that, that that's positive. But there's just there's no way that I see them all of a sudden being good. Why? Because you're competing against teams. Like, look at the makeup of the Bucks. They've got a bunch of guys that are in their, their seventh, eighth, ninth year. They're right in the prime. They've gone through it. They're stronger physically. They're stronger emotionally. And also, on bad teams, guys want to get their numbers. They want to shoot. They want to score because that's how they get paid. And, and so there, there's a problem where on defense, you're you're letting your guy get by you, and on offense, you know you're you're trying to score points and maybe passing up opponents. Uh, I'm sorry, passing up their teammates that may be open. So I'm not saying anybody's selfish. I'm not saying anybody's not trying on defense. It's just a product of being 21 years old and playing in the NBA, and you're you're having fun and you're living your dream. Older guys want to win more, and they do the things that it takes to win. Timmy, uh, we'll let you go, my man. Always appreciate the time, okay? All right. Happy March. All right. That's uh, Tim just launched in uh, Space Shuttle X uh, out of Cape Canaveral while we're talking to him. What was that? That happened with uh, one time with Dan Miller like two weeks ago. Like some weird little, around 5 o'clock, we always say that, a little after 5, whether it's mobile or live on the show, on the phone, it gets crazy. I got to look out the window right now for alien check. Now we're good. We're good right now. No aliens. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Michigan or Michigan State? Deeper Big Ten tourney run. You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line. That's at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on that Huge text chain where you can text us anytime you want to. It's simple and easy. Just text the word HUGE out of 21,000. That's the word HUGE to 21,000. I did have a lot of people comment on the topic yesterday when I ran into some friends last night about what Detroit team is next in the playoffs or who, who's the next best thing in Detroit. The Lions have the faith of everybody. Like I've never seen before. Even the naysayers, the haters, even the doubters, which you you could put me in that category probably every other year, right? And from our conversations with all of our Lions insiders, folks, get ready. They will not let us down this time. The only thing is, with our luck, golf goes down in a meaningless preseason game. That's why a Mariota who was released by Atlanta, 
And even a Carson Wentz to be your backup, somebody who started and played in the NFL, or if you get a Baker Mayfield type as a backup, where they know their role, I'd be cool with that. Because I believe we are headed towards two Super Bowls in five years. And the Lions will win one of those Super Bowls, and we will all be there in downtown Detroit, down Woodward Avenue, where millions will flock there. Like a religious experience. You don't care if you're 10 miles away from the Lombardi stage. It will be the biggest thing this state has ever seen in sports. They will close schools. They will close businesses. And I don't mean for a day. I mean for a week. And Bud Light will be flowing. The Fabiano brothers will have it through Detroit and all across Michigan, along with other Anheuser-Busch distributors, as your Detroit Lions are champions of the world. Lions and two Super Bowls in the next five years. What Ballas say yesterday for the Wolverine.com, he'll pay for my golf anywhere forever if the Lions go to two Super Bowls in the next five years. Now, trust me, my Lions predictions have been all over the place the last couple of years. A year ago, I predicted that Jared Goff would get more wins in a Lions uniform than Matt Stafford. What people didn't read in the fine print of that prediction is, I said, in 2022. Who had more wins in Stafford in a Lions uniform than him in a Rams uniform was Jared Goff. And I'm looking at all the quarterback rankings, projections. He's in with the big boys. He was like number eight. He's in the penthouse. The Lions are going to two Super Bowls in the next five years. And we will keep this audio. Superfly, I just said, put it in the vault. And then he also has the phone number when it rings, like, get rid of that prediction right now. Pitchforks over the hill. Get rid of the prediction. Two Super Bowls over the next five years. Count on it. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider on Michigan State's second-half performance last night in that win at Nebraska. He'll join us. And also our good friend Ron Wiles, who's the deputy director of the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police, former police chief for Grand Blank Township, for our listeners on Sports Extra 1330. Great man. Dedicated his life. Still is to protecting and serving. And part of the incredible crew for the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police will hear my conversation with Ron coming up. Also, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We'll check in. If you want to join us, Mercantile Bank listener line 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. And if you miss any huge opinion, interview, hour, or full show, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. And on the iHeart app, you can search The Huge Show and listen live. Weekdays at 3, just search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. From St. Joseph to Midland. 
This show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for women. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Final week of the men's Big Ten basketball season is in here for Michigan State. One game on a road, one at home, and one probably not being made up, and that probably would have been a win had it been made up against Minnesota. But that's then, and this is now on the Spartans' next task is at Nebraska on Tuesday night at the start of the year. That looked like almost a certain win, right? But Nebraska's been hot. Five out of six wins in February. An 11-3 record this season at home coming off a big win this last Saturday at home over Minnesota. And what do the Spartans have left after their tough loss Saturday at Iowa? They get right back up, have to go right back on the road out west of Nebraska where that'll be a raucous crowd before the home finale at noon Saturday against Ohio State. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Are you ready for a fun and exciting challenge? Well, you can join Van Andel Institute Purple Community for the second annual Be Brave Puzzle event on March 11th. Gather your team of four and compete to be named the Puzzle Master. Teams will have two hours to complete a 500-piece puzzle, so bring your problem-solving skills to the table. This exciting event raises funds for breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute in downtown GR. Learn more at VAI.org. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for a superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. Joining us on the Meyer guest line is Jim Comperoni, the MSU insider from SpartanMeg.com. And Comp, I watched that game last night and I'm thinking about. 12 minutes in, uh-oh, State's in trouble. And then right before halftime, they had a little run. Even though I think they were down 12 at the half, I still felt like they were going to come back and win the game. And, man, uh, they played one of their better halves of basketball on the road in that second half, took out the crowd, played incredible defense, hit big shots, and the Spartans get a much-needed W after that collapse at Iowa. Much needed, exactly. And they were at the edge of a cliff of sorts. I mean, they... They were not in danger, I don't think, of um, getting on the wrong side of the NCAA tournament bubble unless they lost out 
the rest of the year. And I don't think anyone expects that with Ohio State coming up. But as, uh, they, they looked a little disinterested on defense in the first half. The, the way Nebraska was running their five-out offense to get people slipping to the rim and getting some high-percentage shots. Meanwhile, Michigan State was just shooting poorly. They were getting good shots. They were missing a lot of long two-pointers, a lot of 16-, 17-foot face-ups. And you might remember Michigan State was getting three-pointers, like a little bit of an open window, and but Nebraska was closing out so well defensively. Michigan State would shot fake one dribble and miss a 17-footer. They shot like 25% on two-point shots in the first half. I think as good as a shooting team as Michigan State is, it was a matter of time for those until those percentages started working out for Michigan State and they would start making some shots. Secondly, Michigan State started making some adjustments. That, that, that open three-pointer on the, the first option of an offensive set, Nebraska was very wise to that and getting out on it. So in the second half, Michigan State started – uh, you know, going to the second option immediately with skip passes and extra passes and, and getting open shooters. And with this team, they have four guys out there that if they get open three-pointers, um, there's a good chance one of them is going to start getting into a group, whether it be Hauser or Walker or, you know, Aikens. Um, and, uh, and they started, uh, they started uh, you know, rolling last night. And it was really impressive. I think right now Michigan State, after last night, going what, 16 of 29 from three-point range, 12 of 17, I think it was in the second half, you know, um, 70% from three-point range in the second half on 17 attempts. That is, that's kind of special. And the way they shot against Iowa, this is a good shooting team. Right now, among Power 5 conference teams, Power 5 conference teams, Michigan State is number one in the country in three-point shooting percentage. That is a weapon if they can get some of the other things, especially on defense, straightened out. It's not been a, a team that's finished games all that well. They're working on that. They realize that. They take that as a challenge. They want mental focus in that area. All those things are just kind of are, are, uh, positives, potential positives floating around. It's up to Izzo and, and these players to get it stapled together. They can be dangerous because they can shoot. Jim Cambroni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking about uh, the Spartans with a huge second half, domination, and the W. They sit on that seven line in the latest bracketology projections. They could work their way, I think, to the six line by beating Ohio State Saturday and winning their opener uh, in the Big Ten tournament. A lot of that depends what happens in front of them and also uh, behind them, but the shooting Hoggard was fabulous. Uh, dishing the rock last night, one of the best games in terms of assist in the history of Spartan basketball. So they didn't want to lose that because I'm watching them not play defense, yeah. not look confident early, and I'm like, oh my lord, could this Iowa game carry right through a loss at Nebraska, a loss at home to Ohio State on Senior Day, and this team is a total mess in March, which isn't. Uh, known uh, in Izzo land. You know what I'm saying? But they got it done. Yeah, Izzo, among those other things, you're, you're exactly right. Among those other things, Izzo likes the way this team is responding individually and collectively in terms of the importance. It's important to them to come together as a team. You know, you heard him tell stories last night about uh, the way he challenged A.J. Hogard at halftime, and, and Izzo was most impressed that that Hogard volunteered the blame, said that was the worst I've ever played. And Hogard went in and spoke to the team, showed some leadership, took some ownership, and other people responded as well. 
it was such a devastating loss on Saturday. The other thing Izzo liked is the way Michigan State came back on Sunday. They actually had two practices. Um, they uh, they had a meeting, talked about some things, what they wanted to do, just philosophical things. This is the time of year when Izzo starts pushing psychological buttons, and he's very good at that. Motivational. You know, he has good talent, has good X's and O's, but he's a, he's a master motivator. That's that's part of why he's won 600 games, gone to eight Final Fours. And this is the time of year when he starts changing gears on those things. Not all of his teams have always responded well to those things. These guys listen. They want to do it. Hogart has been a uh, a project in that way. He's got a lot of energy. He's got some nastiness to him. But that needed to be rewired for the better. And he's been a project for Izzo, and that's coming around. So Izzo liked the leadership there and the way everybody wanted to get something done and showed energy and showed a good attitude on Sunday to go through a couple of practices and, uh, and, and, and make some steps toward becoming better. The, the surprise at all that is the way they shot cold. Now, teams that are jump shooting teams like Michigan State, they can run cold, but they need to get the other piece together, need to get the defense together, and they've got the, the pieces to do that against most teams. You know, they don't play well against Zach Eady. They have trouble with Dickinson. You know, they're real good, dominant elite big men, Michigan State has trouble with that, but they've also played a lot of games against those teams, so they've had some trial and error, and they, they, so if they go up against Arizona or somebody like that with a really good big man, they've at least gone down that path and it won't be completely foreign. Izzo likes the attitudes of these guys. He thinks he has something to work with. Earlier this week, he says, you know, sometimes a team it just never comes together, but he thinks this team has the pieces to do it, and we've seen him do it and make runs from, uh, you know, less than advantageous seedings. I will say this, it's a cliche, but Michigan State's going to be a tough out in the next two weeks. It might not guarantee they get to the Sweet 16 or further, but if you're another team around the country, you don't want to be paired with a number six or seven seed Tom Izzo Michigan State team. It's just a, it's a dangerous proposition, and I think they're coming together. Jim Combroni, SpartanMeg.com. You can follow Izzo, his team, and March Madness Big Ten Tournament and the NCAA Tournament at SpartanMeg.com. Comp, appreciate the update. We'll talk soon. Yeah, and I'll say one other thing is that, you know, even though Michigan State lost at Iowa, I mean, Iowa makes five three-pointers in the last 39 seconds. There's some things Michigan State wishes they would have done better. But Michigan State, you, you can see that Iowa is a good team. And Michigan State was leading by, what, 13, 38 minutes into that game. Michigan State lost at Michigan, but Michigan State led, a, you know, 25 minutes, played well against a good Michigan team playing at home that was very desperate. In the meantime, they get this win. In the meantime, they beat Indiana by 15 points. Despite the, a couple of losses in there, they, you know, they, they beat Maryland in there. The last six games, five or six games, Michigan State has done some interesting things. Thanks a lot, Bill. I appreciate it. Comp, I can tell it's March because you're pumped up. Yeah, yeah. There's it's it's an interesting puzzle you're watching being put together, and those of us that have observed Tom Izzo for a long time, don't put him past it. Don't put it past him to do something interesting here in the month of March. And it was a big win last night in Lincoln. Thank you so much, Comp. Look forward to our next conversation. And that was Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. You can tell it's March. He's all jacked up. I don't probably flew back this morning. He's on ten cups of coffee. I hope he got the nitro brew, the cold brew from Roast Umber. Roastumber.com, they're a GR-based coffee company. You need to check them out, roastumber.com. And they have a nitro cold brew, uh, which is the official wake-up drink 
of the huge show, roastumber.com. Check them out, GR-based uh, coffee company. Good people and great products. You can look for them in local retailers, and also you can order uh, up online what you need at roastumber.com. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. He is standing by. And, Timmy, what's going on at Soarin' Eagle? Man, we got so much to talk about. March is going to be another big month for us. We got you Take Your Shot, Earn, and Win. That happens March 3rd and 10th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You earn 1,000 points on your access card from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. to receive up to $300 in premium play. That is pretty awesome if you ask me. It's all about the premium play. Let's knock it out. And then Saturdays, of course, are $100,000 hoop to win right here in March from 6 to 11 p.m. Every half an hour from 6 to 11. 11 winners. That's right. 11 winners will have a chance to make a shot for all. This, this is crazy. This is so much fun. They'll have a chance to make a shot from all three floor markings to receive up to $2,750 in premium play. And on the last shot, Saturday, 11.30, the top winner, the top winners, I should say, will compete in a free throw shoot showdown for $15,000 in cash. It's so exciting. I can't even believe I'm saying this. $15,000 in cash is going to be a free throw shot showdown. If that doesn't say uh, the huge show, I don't know what does. So we're really looking forward to that. Uh, it's kind of how we celebrate, you know, with all the March Madness going on. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to incorporate all that. And, of course, we have our celebration for the NCAA March Madness Sweet 16. We'll be holding daily drawings from 5 at 5, 6, and 7 for two lucky winners will win $1,000 in premium play. So we're really giving the house away uh, this month. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. So hopefully everybody come on and be part of that. And, of course, our shows, they're off the charts. Vodka and Pasta is back March 11th. It's going to be a great time. All the drinks, all the food, all the great entertainment. And then Cool in the Gang March 18th. That's going to be a whole lot of fun with all the hits. Jordan Davis, great country uh, music artist, April 7th. That's a Friday night, 8 p.m. show. Matt Maxwell, the night tour, April 14th. So make sure you come out and boogie with that guy right there. Alice Cooper will be in the house. Too close for comfort, April 28th. Bringing all his uh, his showmanship to the stage. Bobby Pablo and Gary Hobbs, May 6th. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. Come out and dance the night away. Godsmack, we announce, May 26th. Outdoors, Brooks and Dunn with special guest Scotty McCreary, June 15th. Outdoors, that's a Thursday night. Make sure you come out. James Taylor, the great James Taylor will be in the house June 23rd and my man Kane Brown uh, will be back August 3rd. A lot going on, a lot happening, a lot of great entertainment and we're glad to get it out there and get everybody a chance to get some tickets and have some fun. Tim McCullough is the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. All the shows, all the promotions, the giveaways and more. All the info at SorenEagleCasino.com. There you can also buy show tickets, book your hotel room for a getaway or that big indoor or outdoor concert coming up when the weather changes at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Also, you can download the Eagle Access app wherever you download apps. And don't forget about their sister property. For those of you listening on 100.9 FM in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area in Standish, you'll find the Saginaw Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel. Timmy, we'll talk next week. Thanks, Bill. Look forward to it. All right, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort, joining us from Mount Pleasant, Michigan. 
everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. The Winery Dogs, live in concert Monday, March 13th at 7.30 p.m., live on stage at DeVos Performance Hall. Back in full force, don't miss the vibrant powerhouse trio, the Winery Dogs, with their fresh hooks, gut bucket grooves, and bold harmonies. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th at DeVos Performance Hall. For tour info, check out thewinerydogs.com. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500, plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Join Van Andel Institute's Purple Community for the 11th Annual Grand Rapids Griffins Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at 7 p.m. at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. 100% of the proceeds will benefit groundbreaking cancer research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Don't miss out on the limited edition Griffins Purple Apparel and your chance to bid on purple jerseys after the game. Learn more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It is time for another True and Blue segment as The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network made a connection with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police And every week at this time, we're going to talk about the great men and women connected to law enforcement throughout the state. We'll also tell you how you can become part of your local law enforcement agency. But right now, I want to welcome back. He's a good friend. I met him at the convention with the Chiefs in downtown GR a few weeks ago. Ron Wiles is the former police chief of the Grand Blanc Township Police Department. For those of you listening on Sports Extra 1330, 26 years in law enforcement, six as a chief of police and now the deputy director of the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. He joins us on True and Blue. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, Bill. Thanks. Appreciate it. You know, a big part of the police chiefs convention in downtown Grand Rapids was about accreditation. Uh, what does that word mean to a law enforcement agency or police department in Michigan? 
Yeah, so I think, you know, everyone's, everyone knows about accreditation. You know, most people go to an accredited university or accredited college, accredited um, hospital. Well, law enforcement's no different. We, we want to get better. We want to uh, lead our executives and police agencies to the highest standards of professional policing, and accreditation is one way to do that. Uh, you know, the, the, the foundation of that program lies in the voluntary compliance of 108 best practice law enforcement standards. And, and this, this program continues to grow across the state, across the country, and I'm uh, really proud of the direction this program's going. Yeah, accreditation means credibility uh, with law enforcement agencies throughout Michigan, and that's a big part of why the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police get together and they stay unified because they're looking to always deliver the best when it comes to men and women in law enforcement and also uh, looking uh, for men and women who want to become part of their local law enforcement agency. Well, what's the best thing? And I mentioned the years, nearly three decades in law enforcement, Ron, uh, and in being a police officer in the state of Michigan, what's the most rewarding part of the job? Oh, geez. You know, I, there's a lot of rewards and I'll tell you, it was, it's the greatest job in the world. I loved every second of it. And, you know, if I had a chance to do it again, I would, I would do it again, but you get to meet so many amazing people, not just people you work with. I mean, there's a lot, we all know there's a lot of amazing officers out there, but the contacts you make in the community, um, it, it is just, it's very humbling. It, uh, I'm so proud of, of those contacts that I've made and relationships that I've built because of that. Um, so it's certainly the people are, are the most gratifying part of that job. Ron Wiles is a deputy director of the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police, former police chief for six years in Grand Blanc Township for the police department there. He's joining us on this True and Blue segment on the huge show across Michigan. Why would you recommend... Uh, becoming a police officer to somebody uh, that you know or didn't even know or you met for the first time, what would what would lead that recommendation on why somebody should become a police officer? Yeah, so law enforcement, you know, you, you get to make a difference every day. You know, and this is not, you know, sitting behind a desk. Every day is different. Um, you get to meet, like I said, some amazing people. The, the impact you get to have um, on those people in the community that you serve and where you live, um, you talk about making memories and doing things right. Um, it, it is a family um, from the, the community where you serve and then the officers that you serve with. Um, it is just, just remarkable. And like I said, I, I would do it all in a heartbeat again if I could. Like I mentioned, when we began our journey together with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police at their annual convention in downtown Grand Rapids, almost 4,000, if not more than 4,000, law enforcement openings across the state. For those listening right now interested in a law enforcement career, go to michiganpolicechiefs.org. That is michiganpolicechiefs.org, and you can search uh, career opportunities and for those who may not want to venture into becoming a law enforcement officer, I'll tell you every Wednesday on this show, like I have for nearly 32 years doing a talk radio career, let the local men and women who protect and serve in your city, give them a thank you. When you see them on the street, in a store, at a game, just tell them that you appreciate it. Uh, this gentleman has made it a career in law enforcement. Ron Wiles, current director or deputy director of the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police and former police chief in Grand Blanc. All right, before I let you go, I was talking about the Lions uh, earlier on the show. I know you're a Lions fan, Ron. Uh, yes, how many sir. how many wins for the Lions this fall? So this fall, the Lions will have eleven wins. Eleven and six. That's that's where I'm at. But I want to go to sixteen and one. I'm just not there yet. 
<laughs> you know, I'm not there yet either. We, we can hope, though. It's uh, Hey, we saw a good year last year, good progress, and we look to uh, – you know, continue that progress into the next year. Yeah, and speaking of progress, I think with our partnership with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police and getting the word out uh, about what law enforcement is doing in Michigan and also about the opportunities for those uh, to join law enforcement, it's been a heck of a first month uh, together. And, Ron, tell everybody at the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police I said hello. I will. Thank you, and thank you for your support, uh, your listener support. It is greatly appreciated and has not gone unnoticed. So. And thank you for protecting and serving my man, okay? You got it. All right, there he is, Ron Wiles, Deputy Director of the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. If you are interested in a law enforcement career, it's simple and easy. Go to michiganpolicechiefs.org and search career opportunities. That's michiganpolicechiefs.org. And our True and Blue segment. With the great men and women of law enforcement in Michigan, happens every Wednesday on the Michigan Sports Network. Big. Bad. Huge.